Welcome back to our listeners. You are listening to Mentor, Motivate, and Inspire. And, you know, we pulled together these amazing women who I know are here to inspire and uplift and empower other women. And we have today with us Rachel Lavin, wellness speaker, author, and body love educator. Our topic today is going to be surrounded on live your life for you. Welcome, Rachel. Thank you so much, Lori. It's a pleasure to be here today. Thank you so much for being here. So body love educator, let's dive in. Let's. Well, I love that title because I have been in the fitness and wellness space for over 23 years. And I think, you know, people still associate health coach and personal trainer and all those things. I wanted to stand out because my mission really is to help women feel whole in their own body, whatever that looks like. I don't want to come across that I'm just another diet and another nutrition and another workout because that's not what I'm after. I'm trying to find what works for you, the individual person, whether that be your workout plan or the way that you choose to eat. But it really comes from a place of self-love that I found not only from my own personal journey, but from the women I've worked with so far. And do you feel like it's a challenge to break through those barriers of self-love? Oh, it really is. I mean, I've learned again, I don't mean to keep saying my experience, but what else do I have to draw on? It really does take some time and it really does breaking down those emotional walls that we put up, depending how long you've been doing this to yourself, it could, it, it can take some time. So patience that want to do this and the confidence that you'll learn alongside me to continue on your journey is um, what I'm after. Okay. So walk us through some strategies. You, you know, how do you approach, you know, body love? What do you, I mean, seeking in with, with those who you're working with or struggling with, weight loss or what other like body, I mean, I, I'm drawing from, you know, my personal experience as far as like, I'm, I'm a midlife woman. All of a sudden I'm seeing weight that I never thought I would see, you know, I was always like skinny mini easily, but, and then on the flip side, I see my 12 year old daughter with her own body image issues, being that skinny little thing that I used to be and I'm too skinny. And, you know, she wears these big baggy clothes and I know they're in, but I also know she's covering up her little legs. And um, so I'm careful now with what I say about my weight and challenges, because I don't want it to bounce off of my children as well. So not only are we dealing with it ourselves, but we're I try to be careful what I project and put out there because I, I don't want the same for my child. I I can deal with it. I'm a grown woman. I I have my own, you know, challenges in life, but those little brains, they, they think too hard about what people think of them as well. Well, first I want to commend you so much because that is a challenge amongst mothers, you know, all over the world. Because we do, like you said, our, as women, it is pretty common that we have at least one body image issue, but more than likely, it's more than one. And to not project that on your daughter, I really commend you for that. So I just want you to hear that. 
But how I work with my women is I get to know them. I don't ever assume that you're coming to me because your first and foremost issue is weight loss. It may be in the back of your mind. It may be something that you've thought about your whole life. But when you're working with me, it is more about I speak to myself this way or I treat myself this way and I want to do it with love. I want to do it differently. I want to do it with kindness. And so how we begin is for me to get to know you, to have a very open and honest conversation about, you know, the things you've done up until this point. And then it's really my job to guide you into a mindset change and behavior change. And, you know, with my 20 plus years of expertise, I can say, well, this probably will work. Let's try this. It's definitely a partnership. It's definitely not me telling you, you have to do this, this, and this, because I appreciate everyone's individuality. And I appreciate that something may not stick the first time. So making sure that you stay in the moment, making sure you trust the process and make sure that you are open to trying more than one thing. Let's talk about realistic expectations also and social media and filters. How do you feel Let's. about filters? Because again, I think, and especially, you know, I, I go back to my own girls and they're Gen Z and they don't know any kind of life without, you know, digital access. And I know, I know, you know, Snapchat is cutesy and the dog ears and everything, but all the filters and everything. I have real challenges with that because I mean, I mean, we, we all started doing that with zoom also, right? Oh, we're on camera. I'm going to filter myself. You can't see the bags under my eyes this morning. What is that doing to us though? I mean, I, I am not going to ride high and mighty and sit here and say I'm all natural <laughs> and that I don't have my own body image issues. And, um, but I do try to stay realistic and that it's not perfect. We're not going to look like Jennifer Lopez and the celebrities, you know, it's like that celebrity image. Are we striving for perfection? And what is like social media and those filters doing to our mindset? That is a great question. And let's just start off by saying those celebrities, like you talked about Jennifer Lopez, they have a whole team of people exactly. to, make, to make them look like that. And, you know, if you can differentiate the filters and, and say, oh, that creates a beautiful picture and make sure that you're talking to your kids about the difference between something beautiful and something that is realistic, that didn't come out right. Because realistic can still be beautiful too. But, you know, all the filters, they're not real. They're just there to enhance what you already have. So mm. filters, social media, it is just, I, I could never imagine being a teenage girl in this day and age. I, I just, I can't, you know, and I hear all the time how teenage girls are obsessed with their beauty and their bodies. And what I try to do, because I do work with little girls, I do, because this conversation is happening earlier and earlier. And instead of telling your girl, your little girl, you're so beautiful. I, I know it might be taking a page out of the movie, The Help, but teach them that they're smart too. Teach them I love that, that movie, by the way. I'm going to stop yeah. you right there. I watch, I love that movie. 
<laughs> right? But the things that she told her was, you know, being a kind person, being a capable person, being a strong woman. So all of those things are fitting and accurate and, and in my opinion, really good to tell little girls and boys not just about their physical beauty, because I'm sure you and I are close to the same age. I'm probably older than you, but that's all we heard, right? Girls are beautiful. Men are strong. And that has changed. We don't need to do that anymore for the little kids and to tell ourselves it's okay to embrace how we look and to, and also too, there's nothing wrong with wanting to present your best self, but to put all your value in the way you look is what I'm trying to dismantle. So, I mean, the reason why I even mentioned Jennifer Lopez is she and I, I think we're the same age. I'm 53. I think, I think she's right around there. And I look at her, I'm like, she doesn't look 53, but I have to tell you the movies I've seen in her in lately. I don't think she believes she's 53 either. She's playing like new bride and, you know, much and skimpy. I'm like, hmm, is she having her own little issues? Not to put it out there. I think she's, she's lovely. And, you know, but, but you have to wonder, like, everybody's got their little quirk and watching social media, especially like scrolling through Instagram. I've tell you one thing that drives me nuts are those makeup tutorials. They look like they are painting their face these days. I mean, they, they're like, Oh, look at this magic, you know, whatever it is. Five, going- five minute makeup. <laughs> but so aren't we starting really early in life just with makeup on body image issues that you have to cover freckles or cover a blemish? I mean, you know, I, I, Hey, you know, I always did the spots with the blemishes too, but I think they take it to a different level of really like painting on your face. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty hardcore these days. I mean, the eyelashes and the eyebrows, I mean, you don't look anything the same. I mean, my 12 year old is very interested in makeup and I, I let her have fun at home, but you know, cause I, I actually think she wants to get into like studio work. We live in Southern California. I mean, that's actually a great career. So if she's interested in it, go for it. But, you know, no, 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 you're not doing all that and going to school, not in sixth grade. But, you know, I just think that society is is painting this picture of what is beauty. What I do appreciate are the changes with models and like Victoria's Secret and having, you know, full figured, I'll call them full figured women and even like skin, you know, you see the scar or the tattoo, you know, imperfections. So I think highlighting imperfections is a great way for us to feel like we belong. I don't, I don't know if that's, you know, a bandaid to body image issues or not, but I think that making, you know, yeah, just, just feeling like you are that everyday woman. What is an everyday woman even? I think that beauty is within yourself. What do you think is beautiful? What do you want to achieve? And is beauty even always happiness? No. So I don't know. I'm just kind of, I'm just thinking out loud here. I keep thinking of my, I have young impressionable girls and my 15 year old still looks very young. She's actually very petite and very young looking for her age. And I've been on like Facebook lately and 
which I'm not on very much, but now it's like graduation season and people are posting pictures. And I see friends of hers that um, now go to other schools or they moved out of state. I'm like, oh my gosh, she looks 25. <laughs> like my 15 year old looks 13 even, but wow, we're growing up fast. Yes, we are. But I think that with the work I'm doing and other women out there are doing and the moms like you who are just seems to have, be able to have open conversation with their kids to instill that we're all human beings and to, you know, maybe stop using words like imperfections or normal or full figured and start putting out there that we are all human beings and drive the fact home that we all are different. And that's where the beauty is. It doesn't have to be a focus. Oh, she has a scar. So she's the it girl of the moment. It's like, well, we all have scars. We all have um, something on our body that we may feel have, a, you know, a societal hang up about. So that's what I'm really trying to do with the little kids that I work with is like, just driving that home that we're all human beings. I, I'm not really sure if we're ever going to get away from the whole social media thing. I just, I don't know that, but it, it is interesting to me that I think, cause I'm, I'm exactly your age too. So the difference in the pictures and the videos, and I've learned lately that a lot of kids just want to be like TikTok famous or Instagram famous. So they're doing things to the extreme. So how do we pull that back is still something, a work in progress for me. So I don't, I, I can't really give you a full answer on that other than just what I'm seeing. No, oh, I agree. I mean, there's been times where I've heard my kids, you know, they're like, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be an influencer. I want to be a YouTuber. I'm like, oh no, like, okay. If that kind of evolves, you know, naturally through some other passion, maybe, but let's have a backup plan and the backup plan <laughs> should be really on the forefront. And I like how you um said, you know, let's stop calling things imperfections. We can just call it even like individuality. What makes you different, right? What makes you stand out? Mm -hmm. you know, lift people up and empower them. Tell me a little bit about Donut Diaries. You're an author. I am an author. My very first book, The Donut Diaries, is how I chronicled my journey of spending, you know, 40 years of restrictive dieting, doing all the things we've just talked about, hating my body, not loving myself, striving to be this beautiful person so I could have all the good things in life, not realizing that I was already a whole person and I was doing this to myself. So once I did turn 40, I kind of had this epiphany and being 51 now, this journey has been evolving over the past decade and I'm getting stronger and more confident in my belief system that no matter what my body looks like, I am allowed to be out in the world. I'm allowed to engage with people. I'm allowed to be in love and, and travel and do all those things. I just had to believe that. I had to believe that about myself. So it's my story. I hope it's a little humorous. I hope it's a little emotional. And my most important message was I wanted women all over the world to know that they weren't alone. Mm. 
forming community, right? I I definitely agree. I mean, it, that's that falls into place with so many different mindset areas. Just knowing, I mean, I, I feel that way often. I'm a single parent, and I feel like I carry the weight of my of, of the world on my shoulders. And sometimes I'm drawn to like total drama TV, even though that's <laughs> totally not realistic. It's like I'm I feel a little lighter when I see other people with problems, you know, <laughs> I mean, just just knowing I'm not alone, you know, problem solving. And um, I actually I'm very into audiobooks now, suddenly. I, I, I now have like a, a, a more of a weekly commute and I've been listening to Mel Robbins and mm-hmm. the five, the five second rule and, you know, talking about not feeling alone and processing and, and kind of that reset, you know, five, four, three, two, one, and then make that decision. You know, I, I do that not, not only with little things in my life, but also those moments where you do feel that heavy weight and that impact. I just went through a move with my family again, a single parent. My kids are teen and tween, not, you know, not so helpful. <laughs> They're not going to lift big furniture. I had movie movers, but I felt very alone. And that's one of those big things, you know, those lists of things in your life, you know, moving, marriage, divorce, uh, pre- having a baby, starting a new job. And, you know, I actually just um, made a big shift in my career and in, in starting a new job on top of running my own job, which is a big change for me and moving. And I do, I feel very, very alone. That five second rule actually just really helped me with that. Just that mindset shift. So tell me, um, so you, you said that's your first book. Mm -hmm. Tell me about, tell me about the others. Oh, I'm sorry. If I, what I meant was I will do another one. I don't have one yet. This is my first. Oh, that was your first. That's your first. Okay. So you do have an idea for, for another book. Yes. Okay, good, good. So, you know, I want to make sure that we have like a main takeaway, if possible, to our audience. So as a mentor in, you know, accepting your body, love yourself, what would be that first thing you would tell somebody who has doubt, you know, running through their head or, you know, not feeling good enough, you know, someone that you want to like empower? That is a great question. And the, anytime I start working with a new group of women or I work with uh, an individual woman, the first homework piece of homework they have to do, and I have a stack of hot pink post-its and I give them one and I say, I want you to say something kind about yourself. It can be physical, it can be emotional, it can be whatever you want, but it has to be something kind. And you have to say it out loud to yourself every single day for a week until I see you again. And I'm finding that that is pretty hard. It's hard for some people. And I know that it was hard for me. So I think to gently nudge that person into that mind shift change we were talking about and to speak something so horrible and to change it and say something so nice is not as easy as it sounds. So that's what I recommend. Just pick something nice, even if it's I have pretty hair and say it to yourself every day for a week out loud. Thinking it isn't as powerful. I would say say it out loud and then move on to something else, maybe a little bit more substantial. I have a kind heart. 
I'm a good person. I am a good listener, whatever it is. So everything that you think about yourself becomes no, no more negativity. It becomes something that, and then those become beliefs. And then that instills change in all of us. See, that's why I do these recordings. I sometimes call this like my own 15 minutes of therapy. Not only (laughs) do I think that was probably a great takeaway for other people, but I am doing the post-it, not, not only just for myself, but for my girls, I am going to do this two different ways. I want my girls to say something kind to themselves and I want them to say something kind to each other. I'm going to have them actually, because that is, believe me, like one of the big things around (laughs) here is them. You took my sweatshirt. You're wearing my jeans. I hear it all the time. I'm like, please just adjust your tone. But, you know, if we can actually do that in the household, because, you know, I mentioned my move and all the heavy lifting. I mean, not only physically, just, you know, the preparation. I often go, and this is my own hang up, but I feel unappreciated. You know what? You're a mom. You're not going to feel appreciated. That's part of the the role. But if my kids actually write something on a post-it and I put it on my mirror, even if it's just one kind thing that they do, I will now feel appreciated. It is that mindset. And how it's not that hard to write something on a post-it to make yourself feel good, whether it's for yourself or from somebody else. If you're feeling unappreciated, have that person actually, you know, task them with something that does make you feel appreciated and stick it on your mirror. You will feel probably appreciated. I love that you said that. That is going to be such a simple thing to do. And you can twist and turn and make it work for your life. And like I said, I'm going to yeah. have my girls say something nice to each other. <laughs> I maybe love that. Maybe it'll change this horrible fighting I'm going through. I keep thinking it's a phase, but it's been like a six <laughs> years phase. <laughs> well, so thank you so much, Rachel, for being here with me today. For our podcast listeners, of course, I'm going to have your website and everything in show notes, including a link to your book. For our radio only listeners, what's the best way to connect with you? Thank you so much. My website and my social media handles are all under Rachel Lavin Wellness. And trust me, you can't miss me because it's all a picture of me holding my book, The Donut Diaries. So you can't miss me. But I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. That's kind of where I draw the line on social media. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have to have our boundaries, right? And our limitations with otherwise you're just sucked into it all day. You know, Pinterest is still something I've never logged into because I was told 10 years ago, oh, if you get on Pinterest, uh, you're going to be there all day. So that was the red flag for me. I'm like, I don't need that in my life. Okay. (laughs) I know my daughter likes Pinterest, but I've never logged in. So, well, thank you, Rachel, so much for being here today. And um, I'll go ahead and uh, make sure everybody knows, you know, if you're looking for a mentor and, you know, you want, you want to be inspired, definitely I'm thinking Donut Diaries is the way to go in, in loving yourself and your, and having some, you know, body image uplift, thinking differently. So thank you so much, Rachel. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You've been listening to Mentor, Motivate, and Inspire.